Welcome to WPC Smash, your stop for wrestling and pop culture smash together. I am Ian, this is Mike Moran, and this is Hipster, and we are going to immerse you into our world of wrestling, sports, fantasy sports, music, movies, and pop culture. All right, all right. What's going on, guys? Mike, how you doing this week? Hey, I'm pretty good. How you doing, Ian? I'm doing good, man. First podcast. Pete, what's up, brother? Not too much, but happy to be here. All right, man. So we got Mike, Pipster, and Ian here. WPC Smash. All right. Yeah, so let's talk about some wrestling, huh? WWE this week? What's going on? We had a lot of different stuff go on. We had Money in the Bank. We had a few other things uh, go on in the recent, but let's... Start right off the bat with WWE. Mike, what do you like? What do you don't like? What are they doing right now? Well, with the uh, money in the bank that just happened, I, I, I feel with both SmackDown and Raw, they're finally starting to kick it in kick it in gear. We're getting into SummerSlam season, if you will. So they're kind of creating to me right now kind of like that WrestleMania feeling where they're building up bigger and bigger matches. Um I'm really excited about Samoa Joe and Brock Lesnar. Um, but I think... On what pay-per-view? Yeah, Great Balls of Fire. What do you think about the name of that pay-per-view? It's definitely strange. I mean, I see what they're doing with the drive-in look and the, the old-school look, but it doesn't, how, make, how doesn't does, make sense. How does that tie into Great Balls of Fire? So I have no clue because it's the Jerry Lee Lewis song, and that's what people <laughs> listen to when they went to their drive-in. They just wanted to use that song. Yeah, and they didn't tell them. <laughs> Right, anyway, dude. I really like what they're doing with that. Um, you know, Roman Reigns came back and was claiming his yard again. That That's cool. Um, I like where they're doing. I like where everything's going. Um, I like that the big players feel big right, right now. Right. You know, like in the Money in the Bank, it was all big guys. It wasn't like, okay, the guy who wins this is going to be an up-and-comer type Money in the Bank match. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, we've seen those in the past, and it definitely felt like, all right, all these guys are ready to go. Per se, you know, right. and obviously the two guys who aren't on the top of the list as ready to go are Baron Corbin and Dolph Ziggler were kind of our picks to win, <laughs> you know, yep. because that's what you expect. Right. And uh, sure enough, that happened. But I still like the fact that, you know, the other four guys were legit main eventers and could tear it up at any time. Exactly. You, you know, and I they did it, tear it up. But there's a lot of other stuff going on, man. New Japan coming to California. That's a pretty big deal, you know. Oh, yeah. What do you think about, like... Okada coming over here, maybe doing a one-off with uh, Omega in the States. You know, um, I know they just did Okada Omega 2, yep. and I saw that, you know, it got great reviews, good match. Both matches have been great. Right. 60-minute um, draw. You know, yeah, when no. do you see that? Like, who I can know. do that? I watched the whole thing, you know. It, yeah. was, it was good. It was just as good as the uh, Wrestle Kingdom match, but it wasn't the same, you know. Yeah. But they, Definitely they put together a good match. Um, every, o- Omega seems super serious when he's in the ring with Okada. Like right. that he knows like that, I don't know, like the Bullet Club stuff's turned off. Like as soon as he steps through the ropes, like he still does a sweet entrance and stuff like that. But as right. soon as he steps through the ropes, he's ready to win that title. It makes wrestling feel real. Right. The most thing Bullet Club about his matches is that he the Young Bucks shirt. are with him. Yeah, he wears but the shirt. He wears the shirt and he might do the... The Terminator stance before he does the suicide dive, and that's it. He's not doing suck it. He's not too sweet, and he is all business because he knows like main event, and he turns it on. It's super. And I, I love dude. it. I love, and I love Okada too. Like I like what he's doing. I wouldn't say I love him, but yeah. what I see of him, 
I like it. I think we're going to see more. I think yep. this is them, you know, going to put the strap on an American guy. Um, yep. They're... I think they're gonna. You're gonna see like a Cody Rhodes, Michael Elgin final, and I think Michael Elgin's gonna win because of some kind of schmoz finish. Um, right. Where I got on that is Elgin's been a New Japan guy for several years. He's a Ring of Honor guy. He's been there a long time. They have a good deal with Ring of Honor, and uh, they they can count on him. And that's definitely something that they're gonna look for in a champion that's so far away. You know, somebody that they can count on not control but but count on you know and, yep. and make sure that they're going to do the right thing for the company and i just yep. i i dig what they're doing over there man i think we're going to see some great great stuff i'm a huge new japan guy i want to see those guys come over here i was just gonna say that yeah merch alone dude you see the bullet club t-shirts they just put out comic style art t-shirts like oh man like everything's getting so tight yeah yep. and um you know it's great and other companies go in the other direction i know uh that you're not Super into uh, TNA, but I do watch it to keep up with it for the podcast. And man, it is not good. <laughs> I, I try. <laughs> it is. Like I try. It is not good. It is tough to watch. Okay. And there's a few guys there who have talent, who everybody knows has talent. You know, EC3, yeah. Alberto Del Rio. Uh, it's yeah. Right. It's it's tough to watch, man. And there's some guys down there with some talent, but a lot of the guys who are really talented are jumping to NXT and stuff like that. Yeah. Speaking of which, Adam Cole seems to be without a home at this point. What do you think you're going to see him pop up? Oh, man. Who knows? I I really don't as a wrestling fan. I like really don't. I mean, because you just saw Mike Bennett show up at Money in the Bank. You know, it's like We knew he was coming though. Yeah, we knew he was coming. He took her name. <laughs> like, I thought that was funny. Especially was going hilarious. from JBL. Yeah, it dead good. face serious. He took her name. He took her name. Her name. <laughs> yeah, but he's a great wrestler. And yeah. obviously Maria's name, you know, already having some sway in the yeah. WWE universe, Definitely. quote unquote. I, I see why they did Makes it. Makes sense. Right. It's a good idea. You know, let's see yeah. what they do with it. I mean, he can wrestle, so let's see him wrestle. Right. I hope that it all works out. Um, 205 Live. You've been watching any 205 Live? Here and there, not gonna lie to you. Yeah, I mean, they don't, to be honest, make it all that exciting for me to tune in and watch it. Um, first off, this all got started with the classic, which was great. Yeah, every match was super good. People were flipping and flying, which is what you want to see in a cruiserweight tournament. And we really got to see the best that they had those guys had to offer and it and it was great and you what you wanted from 205 live was to see that once a week for an hour yep and it's not even close you know i i feel bad for whoever is in charge and it's obvious that they're not allowed to do the things that they were allowed to do during the classic right, right. which made us all excited you know those kind of flips and duhas and people that keep casual fans involved you know like yeah, that's what keeps things keep that's what keeps people exciting you know and excited to see what's going on and i just really haven't got that and hopefully they can flip it around i've heard yeah. you know the rumors that maybe they'll bring down enzo um to kind of do that 205 thing but i kind of think that that was neville's job in yeah. the first place yeah, and, and, and he's really good. good and austin aries right. is really good but you can't do it with just two guys like yeah, I feel the best storylines in 205 Live is what we're seeing on Raw and on the pay-per-views. So that's what keeps me interested in the Cruiserweight division 
And I won't lie, I did watch the Cruiserweight uh, 205 Live when Tazawa and D. Brian Kedrick were doing their feud. They had a hell of a street fight. You know, I was into all that. He was trying to get him to be, you know, his protege, and Tazawa wasn't having any of it. Now that that's over. I like Kendrick. I, He's good, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but Did you now, like him back in the day? Yeah. Yeah. I always did. I mean, when he was with the tag team with London. They were heels. They were, you weren't supposed to like them. They, yeah. they were cool, but I, I I don't think I was into the product that much at that point. Like, I was. I was. I liked Eminem. Yeah. But they were always fighting Eminem. I just thought Eminem were cool dudes. Yeah. And I like that they hung the belt from their crotches and, like, <laughs> they had the paparazzi. But, yeah. yeah. But when Brian Kendrick became the Brian Kendrick and he had Big Zeke as his manager, I was digging him then. But then that's when, you know, he got let go a few times, whatever. But I'm glad to yeah. see he's back and he's clean and he's ready to go. Right on, man. I mean, there's so much WWE product that you don't have to be into it all. And it doesn't all have to be good, but... I mean, do better with 205 Live. Like, yeah. there everybody so watched. Yeah. Everybody watched that classic. Everybody loved it. Have that for an hour. If you have three matches a week and they're those quality of matches, people are going to love it, whether there's good storylines or not. Right. So let's stick with that stuff, you know? Yep. Um, I know we just talked a little bit uh, about jumping around, but let's get back into what uh, WWE is doing right now. Um, as far as championships and where we're headed, say, in the next couple weeks, heading towards SummerSlam. Like, where do you think things are going? Let's start um, heavyweight title. Obviously, we know that there's going to be a match at Great Balls of Fire, and um, the winner is going to go into SummerSlam probably as the champion. Uh, who do you think that's going to be, Brock Lesnar or Smojo? Brock Lesnar. Yeah. I think they're keeping it on and they're keeping For the sure. intensity and not the prestige of the title, but the, the the prestige of Brock, if you will, because the more you don't see him and then when you do, he's just a you know, wrecking house. They're, they're keeping him powerful. And I think they're going to move that all the way to SummerSlam, if not, in my opinion, WrestleMania. So they have that big marquee. They're just going to keep building Brock as a machine. Um, and that's personally what I think with the world title. Do you, do you think he's going to lose at SummerSlam to wherever he fights to kind of put the belt back on TV? Or do you think they like that Hulk Hogan vibe where he only shows up for the big shows? I think they like that vibe. I'm not a huge fan of it, but I, I it works. I'm okay it, with that vibe if the Intercontinental title is treated like the world title on Raw. It's defended every week or something like right, that. Right, and that's what I was going to say too because where you don't see that universal red strap <laughs> That Intercontinental title is at the forefront. Absolutely. In my opinion. And that and the tag team titles. And that's another little segue because I think in WWE right now, their tag team division is awesome. Yeah. Um, Do you think all, a lot of that came from NXT? Does it feel like NXT like crops up groups of guys? Then so. they jump up to the main roster and then another crop is like kind of fine-tuned think and so. then brought up? Yeah. Who's your favorite tag team? Uh, well, Let's my, go one my, on Ron, one all right, on SmackDown. All right, fine. Uh, the Good Brothers. The Good Brothers, the club, you know, Gallows and Anderson on Raw, they're my favorite. I, I just they're, like them. I, I think they deserve what they got coming to them. They had the titles already. They're just workers, man, and they they can work the mic, they can work in the ring. They know what their their job is in WWE. So sometimes you don't see them on Raw, but then you can see them win the titles. It's believable. Absolutely, they're a team. Yeah, no doubt. I agree. Uh, they are my favorite tag team. I think they are the most polished tag team, which is why they're kind of used the way they are they can do whatever and do it really well and i also think that they're kind of i think they're 
they were being tested. You know, are you guys gonna play by our rules right. and and, and and do things the way that we do? Exactly, this isn't Japan. Um, and I think they passed, and I think they got the titles, and they were like, okay, we don't really know what to do with you guys. Like, so let's for whatever reason get these off, and and we'll work something out. And I haven't seen what's working out, but back to the question, they are my favorite SmackDown. Um, Alpha, yeah, you know, you an alpha guy. I like Alpha, but I'm honestly going with the Usos right now. I like I really, them as of the last few weeks. Their gimmick's starting to grow on me. I wasn't a big with it at first. Did you like it right away? I did because it was completely different from what they were doing, where they were colorful and they were doing their little pre-match uh, dance and you know tribute to the Samoans and stuff. But now they're just like their business. And they, they, they showed they can talk on the mic. But when they're in the ring, I think the quality of matches are better. They're doing more moves. They're not necessarily doing the high spots all the time. But they can still do them. And, and it's believable. Like, they're just two badass brothers who you get in their way, they're going to take you out. You want to see them run with the titles all the way to SummerSlam? Yep. Who are they facing at SummerSlam? Uh, that's a good question. I don't really have. I know who I know who I'm. I know who I want. I know who I want. Yeah, is it Breeze Dongo? It is Breeze Dongo, dude. That's what we all want to see. That's what I want to see. It's entertaining. They're hot right now. They got new shirt. They can work. Oh yeah, they do have new shirt. Yes, they do. You can find that on WWE.com. That's right. (laughs) I just got an email blast about it. The hottest new shirt. Welcome WWE. Fashion please, baby. Yeah, I saw it actually on Twitter. You can follow us on Twitter. WPC Smash. That's right. Right on, man. Yep. Um, Intercontinental title. Where do you want to see it at SummerSlam? The Miz. Yes. Stay right there. Yep. Stay right there. He can ride it. He could be the longest holding Intercontinental title for all I care. Yep. That's where you're at with that? Yep. Me too. Exactly. United States title? Right now, AJ. Yeah. Why not? I kind of like the I'm a, I'm the face of America type deal that Kevin Owens is yeah. doing. I say I want him to keep that. And I want to see uh, John Cena, Kevin Owens at SummerSlam. Oh, yeah. Know. They put classic clinics on. So. I'm, I'm back. I'm, I'm the American hero. I'm going to save the day. I'm Hulk Hogan of 2017. <laughs> That's right. You know? I'm, yeah, I get that, man. Right on, man. All right, cool. Um, so basically one thing that we're going to do here on this podcast every week is um, we're going to watch some an old wrestling match, and we're going to kind of break it down as fans for you guys. Um somewhat markish you know because we're older and um that's how we watch wrestling and how uh we contemplate everything that that they're doing probably more than we should but that's what we do so uh, we're gonna pick a match maybe an old match maybe a new match maybe an indie match it could be anything that we want to watch and we'll recommend to you guys then we'll talk about it on the podcast each week so this week Mike picked the match, and Mike, what did you pick? I picked the opening match of WrestleMania 9, Oh, which would be Shawn Michaels, the Heartbreak Kid, Intercontinental Champion, defending against Tatanka. Oh. Now, just... Indian sound check right there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, the main reason I picked it, I was just thinking old school. You know, when we came up with this concept, I'm like, all right, let me go old school. This is my first, like... WrestleMania that I went somewhere to watch a full WrestleMania because at that time I mainly where'd you go man lay it out for us went to Craig Gonzalez's house on New Boston Road (laughs) shout out to Craig G what's up Craig um 
yeah, so I went there, and at the time, I really only watched Superstars. I was six years old, and Shawn Michaels was, like, always, in, in my mind, whenever he was on, he was just the best thing to watch. He was always showing, because they didn't really show the champ on Superstars that much back in the day. They showed clips, but never full matches, and I liked what Shawn was doing with the mirror, with the cocky gimmick and all that. So I thought it was awesome that the opening match was Shawn Michaels, Tatanka, putting up the belt. So you remember this being, you know, not one of the greatest matches of all time, but really good. Yeah, in, in, your my, head, right? absolutely. in my six-year-old mind, that's yeah, right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> all right, so now that, we, now that we've watched it recently, yeah. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think about the match now? Like, does it st- obviously it still holds nostalgia in your yes, heart. Yes, it does. And um, the match that I'm going to choose for next week does the same for me. And being the first ones that we're picking – they're, they're obviously going to have some some heartfelt nostalgia there. Right. But now that we just watched that 17 minutes or whatever it was, yeah. uh, let me know what you thought. Is Tatanka a worker or what? <laughs> <laughs> He's as good as a worker as Shawn Michaels made him look. That um, is true. But with that too, Shawn made some mistakes too. And not only that, Ian, I know you know the match. I obviously knew the match. Wrestling's our thing. But we actually had Pete watch it. You did. So... Pete, I know there was a few times all three of us cringed at some things, <laughs> yes. like sunset flip off the top that didn't go flow over, so Sean went to the side, still went for the pin, things like that. The side pin. The arm drags, like... There were some mists. Only one guy got the memo to take the arm drag, and then the other one just did a front flip, like, you know, stuff like that happens, but I still, like... As the fans we are right now, when I watch it, Shawn Michaels was playing the heel, man. He was yes. twiddling his hair. He had Luna Vachon with him. He was being the cocky heel, full of himself. So I think he still obviously did great in that aspect. He sold it, yeah. Some of the moves were off. Some of the moves were great, you know. And the show on WrestleMania 9, too, let's paint that picture. Yeah. Because this <laughs> I, is I, Caesar's I, Palace. Yeah, when I first watched it, I thought Mike had an affinity for mullets. Well, that was the entire roster. Yeah, I probably had one at that time. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the Little Caesars Rome thing that they got going yeah. on. Little Caesars. Little Caesar's Caesar. Palace. Pizza, pizza. The, Rome thing, the Rome thing that they got going on. I mean, that's, yeah. that's rad, a, bro. As a six-year-old, I thought it was cool. I thought I that really was the coolest did. thing ever until like I watched it recently with the uh, network yeah. <laughs> and then you realize like how bad it really is but um i i thought the match was all right it, it shows you that back then in was this 1994 93 93 sean yep. wasn't perfect then he made, right. mistakes, he made mistakes clearly in yep. the ring 10 years 20 years later you would never see those mistakes yeah. and uh, it shows you that he's young um it really emphasized that he was growing, though, because he, I mean, Tatanka, we we all love that he was a gimmick, and there were great gimmicks back then. He had a good look. He got the crowd yeah. going. Every, you know, I probably begged my dad for a foam tomahawk, many it's live shows, <laughs> oh, yeah. but he was not a good worker no, in that match, was, at least. No, in right. that match, at least. That I'll, do, I'll do respect. Wasn't their best. And I Why do you think they would book Tatanka against a young Shawn Michaels with the Intercontinental title at WrestleMania 9 as the opening match? Like, knowing that they knew that Tatanka wasn't the best worker. Were they just trying to put super heel against super face and see what happens with the crowd? Possibly, and that's why it was the opening match. It could go both ways. You know, I don't know what goes on in Vince McMahon's head. 
Nobody you know, knows what goes on in Vince McMahon's head. That's true. But it could have went both ways. Maybe he was like, these two guys are going to set the tone for the evening, which in hindsight, looking back, it kind of did. Um, but then he was just like, yeah, we got two potential good workers. It is for a title, but it doesn't deserve that mid-card, upper mid-card spot. So we'll put it on first. We represent the title. And if you hear in the um, commentary, Bobby the Brain, you know, selling it up like, opening match, baby. Yeah. It's for the Intercontinental title. All right. <laughs> but I, I kind of... I kinda, yeah! I'm kind of... <laughs> I'm sort of on the other side of the fence on it. I think they put it on thinking it was going to blow the crowd away. Yeah, thinking that everybody think was going to get super jacked up yep. for Tatanka, that the kids were going to be all ready to go. Yeah, and it just didn't fit. Like, I, I don't know. It looked out of place. It really did. It I don't know if it's because of the setup that they had around the ring and everything, but just like regular dudes and regular gear. And like, why is there an Indian in a Coliseum <laughs> ring? Like, I, I don't know. It just, <laughs> it just looked weird to the outside eye. And um, it's hard to look past that stuff when the match isn't great, you know, cause you start looking around like, Agreed. okay. And it's cool. Cause it is 1993 wrestling. There's rest oh. holds. There's, Stuff like that that you don't see so much these days right. because of our short attention spans. Mm-hmm. But um, when those things are happening, you're looking around and just seeing how things don't look in place. And kind of, there was one spot in the match where um, Tatanka was holding down Shawn Michaels and he was just yeah. like resting his hand yes. on his shoulder. We talking, all kind of looked yeah. at each other. Yeah. He was like talking into his ear too. Yeah. Like, all right, you need a breather? You yeah, that it was pretty hard, man. It was you know real happens, bad, but, uh, dude. Like for, was, it wasn't very smooth. He was, wasn't trying to apply any pressure to that it, uh, rotated cuff. You that, know? Nothing. It was like, I don't even know. If, yeah, I don't even know if that was enough pressure for a massage. It was yeah, like a gentle, right. it was like a ghost rub. Like, did something yeah. just touch me? Like, I'm not really sure. It was yeah. very like, I don't know, man. And just like things like that stuck out to me. And I know they, I know they stick out to me now that I'm older. And the right. reason that we picked this match was a nostalgia match, right. and uh, that's kind of going to, I guess, get us into why I liked the match when I was younger mm-hmm. because I really was into Shawn Michaels, like every six, seven year old kid at that time. Yeah. Um, yep. I I thought it was great, and I. I like Shawn Michaels, and I enjoyed that. And now that I watch it when I'm older, I see why Vince McMahon does things the way he does things because I did love it as a six-year-old. No yeah. matter how much out of place it looks now as a 30-year-old father, like mm-hmm. it just doesn't it, – it's not the same. Yeah. And I respect that he does a little bit for everybody. I don't think that that was his initial plan. I'm absolutely sure that he thought that they would blow the roof off the place, and they, and it just didn't, right. you know, for whatever reason. But but I still liked it. I enjoyed watching it. I appreciate you picking it. And um, definitely going to throw out that next week's match is going to be a, another WrestleMania match, a headlining WrestleMania match, and maybe the WrestleMania match. In WrestleMania 3, I'm choosing Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant for the strap. Boom. And that's what it's going to be. So if anybody wants to check it out beforehand, and you know, then we can analyze it and kind of go over it together and see what we thought was good then and what we thought was good now. And we'll maybe we'll think of a sweet name for this segment, you know, and uh, it'll kind of be like, you know, what we enjoyed at one whatever we're just gonna pick matches and we're gonna analyze them and we're gonna talk about them it's gonna be awesome watch it hit us up on twitter too yeah so definitely twitter wpc smash yep let's do that let let me hear your thoughts on this wrestlemania 9 match um you know because 
to stem off of Ian, I still like the match. I'm not upset or nothing. Like there is some. I don't feel like I've just wasted 20 minutes of my life right, watching no, it by any not. means. There was some some good spots, some great spots. That shoulder breaker looked believable. Um, Sean's diving outside like you saw always do mm-hmm. look good, and I like the fact that the Schmage finish was good. Everything was cool. They chased yep, him off. Heat, he ran heat. away. Yep. Yep. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. All right, this is where we are going to transition the podcast into pop culture, WPC Smash. The PC stands for pop culture, and this is the part where I'm going to kick it to Pete. We're going to start with fantasy football. This is going to be uh, part of our weekly pop culture podcast, and we really talk about it, enjoy it, and definitely spend a lot of our time during the football season you know, with fantasy football on the mind. So, Pete, man, take it over from here. What are we going to talk about this year? Yeah, sure. So, um, basically, in this segment, we're just going to touch on a couple things, uh, try to help you guys out, maybe keep my strategies a little close to the chest. I don't want you guys all know what we're doing in our league, Dynasty League. Um, but, no, free agency pickups, uh, waiver wire pickups, draft strategies, uh, you know, just everything like that, maybe some hot picks of the week. Maybe you haven't heard of them. We'll get into that. Um, I listen to a lot of stuff. I, I do a lot of research during the season. Deep and sleepers? Deep sleepers. And off the season too if you want to be good <laughs> right, right. if you want to be good you got to pay attention all year long and that's my little i want to be good Pete. i really want to be good I'll i want to win that title belt again because <laughs> <laughs> right. that's what we play for in our league a championship right. strat and to, go, to go in a little bit into our league um it's a little abnormal we have eight players right it's uh, like the league. It's the league. We're, we're pathetic. Right. We don't have any friends. <laughs> and it's just like the league because only, what, five people show up to the draft and the rest, like, tell it in. Yeah, it's, it's kind of bogus. So it should be mandatory or everyone goes auto-draft. If um, you can find eight guys who will mandatorily show up to the draft, they can be in our league. <laughs> Good luck. WPC smash. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. So eight-team standard scoring. Uh, what do we got? Two wide, two running back, one flex. It's a pretty, sta- it's it's a pretty standard. standard league. It's, it's standard. just a, it's a dynasty it, league, exactly. and we keep it so- – you know, with only eight guys, everybody has a decent yep. team. We're not we're not putting in guys who might not even see playing time. Exactly. Um, so it's a little more fun as far as that aspect goes. Everybody's yep. got a decent team. There's and... always somebody on the waiver wire you can pick up. It's yeah. nice. It's yeah. fun. And it's not like, you know, he's not a number one guy on a team. You know, you're you're gonna pick up somebody who might not do anything, exactly. but at least he's gonna get on the field. Exactly. You know, it's not a twelve team dynasty league. Right, where you're scrounging the waiver wire, where you got some scrub on the bench, you never know he's gonna play. They're literally like picking yeah. practice players yes. at some point like Red that's, team. A, that's insane <laughs> Red shirt. that is insane yeah. Yeah, so i'm always yeah. honestly just trying to pick up someone just in case one of my studs goes down well see, and then you gotta thing. be sneaky about it some of our players in our league i'm not gonna name names but drop injured players and i scoop them up like last year or the year before i had levy on bell i picked up keenan allen this year after he got injured because people just drop them and i'm yep. like i'll scoop them i'll stash them people try to play for the win people try to play for the win <laughs> i'm playing for the future this is dynasty i want like yeah. four years in a row just crushing everybody that's, that's why i got now. antonio brown that's baby. why i got sammy watkins anyway so i'm not gonna get into my team yet but we'll get there um so basically i think this time since it's you know it's it's not during the season. We don't have much to talk about. It is the beginning of June. It so is. <laughs> it's a scrounging for information to go over. So, so let's talk a little bit more about our league then. If we don't got much going on, you know, yeah. dude, Pete, who's the guy? The guy? Who's the man in our league? I, I don't know. Right now it's Mike Rose because think... he's the guy in Florida carrying the strap around. Yeah, but around. who in this room has won a championship? Me. Me. 
Oh, you got a lot cricket. of seconds, no, don't cricket. you, Mike? Cricket. A lot of second How places? many championships yeah. is he Hey, I'm to? on more trophies. Who carried this <laughs> being the losing team, but I'm on the trophies, all right? Yeah. You should have just left it out, but I'm on the most trophies. <laughs> right. I'm right on, trophies. I carried the strap, man. The strap yeah. was in my house for a year. That's I right. love it. I dug it. Dude, my team's good. No matter how you look at it, like... Pete, I know you think your team's good because you watch a lot of Dynasty crap. My team's amazing. Your team is amazing. If any one of your players had a quarterback. What are you talking about? Amari Cooper? Oh, my. You think Derek Carr is like the next Tom Brady? He's the next Brett Favre. Calling it. Calling it. You have him on your team, Mike. Yeah. Calling it right now. He's the next Brett Favre. He's going to light the world on fire this year. Is Derek Carr your guy next year? You got Tom Brady too. You got Tom Brady. You Tom Brady's your guy. Tom Brady's always for your at guy. least the next I, two years. I got Russell Wilson Mine's and Dez. I got Aaron Rodgers. Daz. I'm all Daz. set. Boop. Yeah. I'm just gonna say for the wrestling fans of our yeah. podcast who are still listening right now, um, my team has the only wrestling team name. Thank you very much. Yeah, I got Call of Duty. Throw that out. Yeah, mine's Commissioner's Crew because yeah. I run the fucking league. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, I have to bleep that one. That's a drink, buddy. Mark that. Um, mark that we'll off. Drink Fifty-eight that seconds and. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, because you know, once you're a Moran World Order, you're Moran World Order. Yeah. I'm... For life, <laughs> Juggernaut. <laughs> Nice, no. nice. All right, so we have a lot of fun with it. Yeah. It's a good team. Like a good, most of us have been playing together for a long time. Yeah. You know, no matter who shows the up league for has the changed. It's modified over the years. Oh, but we've, it's we're always changing. You got to tweak it. So, do you guys have a memorable moment that you remember, like one specific moment where either you made a good move or a bad move? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dude, drafting Antonio yeah. Brown was the biggest deal for me. Yeah. Like, yeah, when we first started Dynasty and yep. I got that first pick, yep. and it's a, it was like that first year taking Antonio Brown, he's going to be the best wide receiver in football for the next five years. Yeah. And, and that's the point spot in fantasy yeah. football. That's that's what you want right you, there. You want to know mine? It's actually I got two, and they're horrible. They're just the worst moves I've ever made. Michael Vick in 2014, right before LaShawn McCoy. Horrible move. That's Oof. the year that Vic was with the Eagles and he like broke his crap. I think it was 2014. Yeah, yeah. And then and then the, the person who won the championship because they had LaShawn McCoy, uh Jimmy. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I had to order that trophy. Yeah. Jimmy won that year because he had LaShawn McCoy and he just lit the world on fire. Yeah. He wrote yeah. it on his trophy. I got LaShawn McCoy. Number two. Now. He did number two, write it on his trophy. When we that, started yeah. the dynasty, number yeah. two. I picked Jeremy Hill over Odell Beckham Jr. Oof. Now, see, I had Odell the year prior. When he came midseason and just tore the whole thing up, and I'm like, you know what, Victor Cruz is there, my boy, and uh, I was like, there's no way Odell's gonna have the timeshare he did last That's year. That's what I mean about watching too much shit. Yeah, it's exactly. I got nobody in my head. I got in my head. Nobody would have ever taken exactly. Jeremy Hill over Odell Beckham Jr. I would have taken All him, the and I have Antonio Brown. Like, I know. there's no reason for me to take another number I one wide receiver. All the analysts said Jeremy Hill's gonna go off. Jeremy Hill's gonna go off. I'm like, oh my god, pick it, and then quarterbacks, dude. The team has to have a quarterback. I know. I know. But Andy Dalton is going to be the big guy for Green Bay this year. Who's Aaron Rodgers going to be throwing the ball to? I hate it because he's on your team. You're probably going to keep him. Devontae Adams. Yeah. Yeah. Jordy Jordy Nelson's number one. There's a lot of good things. Until he gets injured. But Devontae Adams, he's. I think I have both Jordy Nelson and I can take my pick. Do you have both? Oh, you do have both. That's right. I'm pretty sure I can take my pick. Old old man. uh, uh, Jordy. Jordy is just. That's okay. He's not like, I'm not drafted. I have. Oh, he's definitely good. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah. He's not like, oh, in five years, I'm going to want this guy on my team. I have Antonio Brown and DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> Enough said. <sighs> well, that's and it. Then, and my flex wide receiver spot is stacked too, Did bro. you say DeAndre Hopkins? Stacked. Yeah, that's fine. He's, right. Dude, his contract's up after this year. This yeah, is a dynasty league. But who's his quarterback? 
who's it going to be next year is yeah. what I'm concentrating yeah. on. Because yeah. if it's anybody who, who can throw the ball, yeah. what, what if he's in uh, Pittsburgh? Brock Osweiler can throw the ball. <laughs> Not very accurately. What, what if he's in Pittsburgh? They should have kept Brian Hoyer on the team, and then I would be excited for you to keep the Anybody. Anybody. Right. Anybody. Trubisky. But, dude, mm. what if he's a Patriot? That's true. You know, that's true. That that could happen. That's very um, true. How about the Patriots picking what if, what if, everybody? In what the world if he's a season? Packer? Because Jordy Nelson's getting old, and they're going to be looking for a guy. They to won't pay him. The guy. They can't pay him the money that yeah, he's going to demand. Jordy Nelson's worth how much are they paying him? Do they you know pay off the top of your head? Is it cheap? It's cheap. I'm, huh. I almost guarantee you. It's that cheap. kind of surprises me. But anyway, like I'm sure they'll find some money. Like find some money. he's better. Then all five of their guys put them combined. Oh, yeah. Easily. Easily. So you're going to pay yep. that money. Oh, you yeah. know, the Patriots win it. <laughs> and they won't. It comes down to John Fox being the head coach of the Bear, uh, Bears. <sighs> Not John Fox. Who am I talking about? I forgot his name. But their coach. Uh, he used to be Patriots. What's his name? Jeff McCown? Mm-mm. Anyway, Who are we talking on. about? Yeah. The, the Houston Texans coach. Bill O'Brien? Yeah, Bill, Bill O'Brien, O'Brien, the yeah. defensive coordinator. Yeah, it yeah, comes down to Bill him. O'Brien. And it's... I thought we were talking about Green Bay still. No, like, no, oh, no, I don't know. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, Bill O'Brien. Yeah. Um, Houston always picks up our trash when we're done with them. Uh, <laughs> it's because we have inside training get... with Houston, with the Cleveland Browns. Like, we have, like, just... We get paid. Insane. They get paid, and then they come back. <laughs> and that's probably what yep. we're going to see from Bill O'Brien. It's not his fault Houston stinks. Like, are you kidding me? You're going to give a max contract to Brock Osweiler? That's Ugh. insane. That was that's the disgusting. worst. That wasn't Bill O'Brien's move, though. Did you hear that? I'm sure it wasn't. He had, nothing, you don't make, he had could, no decision. Even the head coach these yep. days doesn't make that kind of call to nope. trade that was, for a quarterback that was the, like that. The no back way. office. Yep. Back no office way. brought him in. You probably have some say, but yeah. other than that. Yeah. All right, dude. Well, totally being in the middle of the summer, mm-hmm. you know, they at least started practicing. Yep. What happened this offseason? So this offseason, I got some fantasy-relevant, uh, you know, pickups, signings. So I kind of wanted to go over them briefly, see what you guys think. If it's a hot move. Let's save the big one for it. the end. I like my my dessert after my meals. <laughs> All right. So we got, for the Eagles, Elshon Jeffrey. Yeah. What do you guys think about this? What do you think about a- Wentz, the quarterback? What do you think about that? Let's see what he can do in the NFL. Like yeah. it's totally different. Like quarterbacks in college r- rarely work out. Right. You know, very rarely. It's people that develop once they get to the NFL. Mm-hmm. So let's see what he can do. Alshon Jeffrey, he's got some big hands. He catches the ball. If they can get it to him, he's going to catch it. I mean, Cutler slung it out there for him to catch it every once in a while. But the seasons that Elshon Jeffrey was good was with Brandon Marshall. So yeah. I wonder if Elshon Jeffrey is just a number two and he'll never make that pinnacle move up to number one. He played as a number one so when he was on the field. Does he have to be number one in? He's paid now, like number one in. I mean, they got Nelson Aguilar. They got um, I mean, he's Jordan to be Matthews. Nice young stud. Jordan Matthews. Put he's up. a slot. He's, yeah. he's, he's nothing. He's not going to be on the outside like Alshon Jeffrey. That's so, true. yes and yeah, no. Yeah, he's going to be the number one guy on the outside, basically. Yeah, you know? exactly. Um, eh, if he can sling the ball out there, I mean, mm-hmm. he'll catch it. But that doesn't win you football games, you know. No, it doesn't. Um, not these days. No. You have to have a couple guys doing that. That way you're hitting a third or fourth right. corner. Right. And that's, you know, a linebacker. That's when you're going to win football games. Uh, and he's not going to be matched up against any mm-hmm. linebackers nope. or any safeties or anything nope. like that. Nope. So, nah, I'm not, I mean, I, I like the move for him. Um, I think it'll be more relevant there because I think Wentz is a uh, – he's got a he's a good quarterback. Like, they're he's a, a little he's bit a more prolific of an audit, offense yes, right they're going to move the ball more. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And their defense is going to let up a lot of points, which means that their offense is definitely <laughs> going to get a lot. They're going to be from behind. They're yeah, going to be yeah, shooting yeah. from behind, yep. which you need to think about in fantasy football these Absolutely. days. Because garbage time, 
is prime time exactly. in fantasy. You know, that's the difference between winning and losing a game. Right. A lot and the of league times. is completely different now. It's all about passing. You can't touch the wide receiver before they touch the ball. Nothing. No, it's look at Todd Gurley. Yeah. I have Todd Gurley. Yeah. And it makes me sad. To try, have I tried to get him last year cheap. I, I want either. him cheap. <laughs> but I, want him cheap. I, I can't let go of him because he's Todd Gurley. And you drafted it, him so high in a dynasty no, no, league. You got to no, ride him out no, no, no. a little while. Six, six round. I didn't draft him that high. That's not that high. But that's he, not that high. He, he was. Going. It's not like if he was like on fire. But still taking no him in the six every year for the rest of your life is tough. <laughs> it is tough. Good thing running backs only last for like three years. They fixed their O line supposedly, and they got a few uh, wide receivers who are good blockers. So there's hope. New stadium? What's going on with that? Uh, Los Angeles, right? Yeah. Is LA what's Rams? going on with it? Yep. yep. So it's like brandy new. You can, brandy it's got to be like a fresh life this year. Like, I don't know, man. They they kind of – Sam Bradford getting hurt all the time hurts them. Like Sam Bradford's in Minnesota. But at, at, during their, oh, their career, yeah, oh, like yeah. just in general. Well, like, yeah, their offense been I don't think that they're stalled. as bad as they sh- – they got players like they're on on paper they look good that's what i'm trying to say Every like on, on paper yeah, they, yeah. they look good yeah. um and they should have been good because they had a decent defense mm-hmm. and they always had like a couple star players you know and they always seem to do all right there but they definitely don't have i don't know enough they they, they gotta get first downs that's what yeah. it comes down to they have to get first downs and i'm sorry Tavon austin is not you can't have just one. You, you gotta just, have two other guys right. out there too. That he's can like catch Percy the ball. Harvin. Yeah. Like he's this utility player that's like, oh, he's awesome and gets the ball and he runs like ninety yards for a touchdown because they hand it like they toss the ball off. Yeah, to yeah, him. yeah, totally. You can't do that every freaking play. Yeah, so yeah, he's yeah. not big enough. It's just not gonna work. That's fine. Yeah, um, I mean, I get it. I I feel bad for them. I guess that's what I'm kind of trying to get at because they spend the money, they yeah. pay the guys. Well, it's all they Jeff do Fisher. A lot of stuff. It's it was all Jeff Fisher. He's a horrible coach. Everybody knows this. And Do you they think got, he's horrible? Didn't he bring Tennessee to the And they Super Bowl? lost. Was he still there? They lost yeah, of course, by but, one yard. Because the guy reached That's not his, his name. fault. Uh, no, it's not. It was Wycheck, wasn't it? The tight end? How Wycheck, many years has he it? been a coach? And that's his one. You can't. No. I, I don't remember who it was, but I so, remember that play distinctly. <laughs> yeah, I do too. I, was, I think I was watching that at Mike's house. Uh, that was definitely in high school times, like yeah. for sure, man. Yeah. I think that's when we built an apartment. That might have been like early high school. I don't remember. Who else? Who else changed? So teams? we got we got Terrell Pryor. He's with the Redskins and moving on from the Browns now. He's. I would like him going anywhere else. Anybody who can throw <laughs> to him. Yeah, but, uh, Kirk Cousins he, maybe. Who knows? But uh, they lost some the players. Ball. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna move right past Terrell Pryor. Martellus Bennett now with the Packers. Yeah. Awesome for Aaron Rodgers. Totally. Jared Cook's out the door. He's with the Raiders now. Yeah. So. Meh. He'll he'll catch yeah. balls there. Aaron Rodgers looks for the tight end and mm-hmm. uh, he can catch. Block a little bit. Here's a good one. Brandon Marshall to the Giants. Yeah. What do you guys think about that? I I think he is going to catch a ton of balls. He's going to get a lot of touchdowns. My boys. Brandon Marshall. Touchdowns. Touchdowns. Getting the second corner. Or let's just say on a switch, he gets brought up with a safety. (laughs) Sterling Shepard, Odell Beckham Jr., Brandon Marshall. How do you cover those three guys? Okay. Now let's let's, let's just say this. How do you cover. All of them. That's what I mean. No matter what, somebody's do getting it. The Someone's ball. open, and Eli Manning even if is they cover competent. Marshall, right? Eli Sterling Manning is Shepard. competent enough. He's... I think he's hanging big this year. Yeah, I, think I heard gonna, that guy's pretty good. He's gonna flop know. some big ones. I might have drafted him when I was a rookie. When he was a rookie, <laughs> yeah, right year. before me. Yeah, jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that he's sitting somewhere pretty. 
Like, let's see what happens with him. The yeah, kid can catch the ball, you know. Yeah, Brandon Marshall's going to light. He's, he, I bet 11 touchdowns. He'll have like 800 yards, 11 touchdowns. Because he's just going to be an end zone. Yeah, big guy. Yeah, he's going to be a Go target. stand in the corner. Yeah, exactly. Odell's yeah. going to bring it down the field. Sterling Shepard's going to bring it down the field. Park, Paul Parker's going to smash it in. You know, a couple yards here, a couple yards there. And then Brandon Marshall in the yeah, corner. Yeah, those like 17-yard Brandon routes. Marshall in the corner, yeah. It, Mike, that's uh, you, Brandon Marshall, right. baby. That is, man. He's so, he's been your boy life. for a while. Huh? That's right. I'm Mike, on this you. next one, I'm kind of interested in what you think because we had a particular trade last year um, that you de- that you declined. Um, so Eddie Lacy <laughs> to the Seahawks. Now let me explain the trade, how this all went down. Yeah, uh, I, I forgot it. Washed <laughs> it out of my mind. I think I want a six or a, you know. Uh, but um, what, what was it like? Week four, week five, somewhere around there. I sent the trade offer to my man Mike, and uh, it was Melvin Gordon two or four eddie lacy straight up oh yeah that happened yeah no and, wonder you didn't post that on the <laughs> message boards <laughs> melvin gordon was having a touchdown oh, a game at this point God. every he had i think a touchdown every single game eddie lacy's so fat bro yeah <laughs> <laughs> but eddie lacy's a big name i understand why you declined it you know eddie lacy's a big name yeah. but how butthurt are you <laughs> this, this is why I'm. He probably right. hasn't thought about it for a little bit, but yeah, yeah ouch! Now that you're mind. thinking about it right now, like <laughs> ugh, straight up, ugh. Eddie Lacy yeah. almost didn't play football this year. <laughs> I know. And, and this he has is, weigh-in checks. Yeah, he's honestly. Well, I know, but he keeps passing them. He's like, oh man, he probably runs outside and shoves a Snickers up his ass. <laughs> and I drafted Eddie Lacy like, high too. I like right? the straight vein that around? shit. I need to get it. I don't remember. You can Second remember third? stats like that. Yeah. I just remember my wins. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which. He won't be going Pete that high I, this year, probably. Pete and I have documented, and we're pretty even. But we I think are. I we're fifty-fifty split. Are we right between now? all the leagues? It's yeah. like Mike will win one, I'll win one. Mike will win one, I'll win one. It's always been like that. But the, one of the worst things that heard about that whole trade was I'm like, nah, bro, I'm good. <laughs> I got Danny Woodhead, <laughs> and and I'm like, he's getting all the the short passes, and he's getting the touchdowns for the Chargers, yeah. and then. Danny Woodhead's the dynasty guy because he's catching he all the swing passes. Got <laughs> hurt the next week. Yeah. Oh. He'll, he'll come back. He might be a Patriot before the end of it. Yeah. Danny Woodhead's with uh, the Baltimore Ravens now. Yeah. And Kenneth Dixon's out four games. Mm-hmm. Woodhead's I back I on the field. I wouldn't be surprised if you see him, you know, end up a Patriot again at some point. We like uh, picking up yeah. that stuff. All right. So to wrap up the free agency blitz here, um, we're going to go over just some Patriots moves. Yeah. All right. Some big boys. Patriots, baby. Patriots, Patriots for life. So I'm just going to name them out real quick and we just discuss them in general. Yeah, right? dude. So we got Brandon Cooks. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, what would he like me and to do my, to him? Yeah. He's right. always been my boy. I've had him on my team in the last few years. I lost control of him during yeah, the last has draft. Him now, right? That's also I, true. I lost control him. of him during the last draft, yep. but I did have him. That was when Drew Brees was my guy. So we got Rex Burkhead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I he's like him, solid. Man. He's like he's a pass catching back. Actually, they say he's more of like a Legarrette Blunt type. Yeah, yeah. Until yeah. later, you know, two weeks later when we got Mike Gillisley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Insane. <laughs> dude had like nine or ten touchdowns with Buffalo. Yeah, like, that's insane. Dude, he's gonna tear it up. Yep. Dude. Tear and it up. You have him because he he was backup for Lashawn McCoy, right? So did you have him? I don't think he. I think uh, he might be sitting in the draft pool when uh, uh, when draft pool day oh, comes no. out. No, I'm dropping Which... Levy and Bell. <laughs> Round one. I'm gonna be Mike Gillisley. <laughs> you know, um, he's going to go fast in the yeah. draft. And he's going to score a lot of touchdowns with the Patriots. Edelman signed his deal. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yep. Getting paid. Yep. Um, he's going to go out with Brady. What's his face? Failed his piss test. Not good. Not good. Malcolm Floyd. Uh, well, he's off the team anyway. Yeah. He's gonzo. He was gonzo? He's gone. Yeah, I he's gone. I need to research my stuff. He's gone. 
I'm the almost positive week, he's it's gone. It's the first week of June. Yeah, once you do something stupid so like that, like you forget to hit your alarm correction, call, like it's... Jonas Gray. Remember Jonas Gray, like 250-yard game, like four or three touchdowns or something like that? Next week, yep. benched. And then, the <laughs> and then gone. And then gone because he was late for practice. Yep. <laughs> Belichick is a beast. Just a little correction. It's almost the last week of June. Just saying. Oh. It, is, it is moving quite It a is long. moving. It's, quite right. Right. It, it's crazy. It's what New kids baby's do on the way, kids man. I'm telling you. Like, Baby yeah, on the brain. Yeah. The, everything's flashing You together. ready for the lack of sleep? <laughs> yeah, dude. But it's, like, thank God like for this. Like Last time we did it, it was uh, wintertime and we yeah. were both working. It's summertime now. Uh, Jess took it off. Good so perfect. Yeah, good call. Yeah, nice. So that'll help out a ton. Ease into Definitely. it. Yep. Yep, totally. Dude, I heard we picked up a pretty decent corner. And I would just like to stay that we... Stuck it in Buffalo pretty good on this offseason. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, that would be big boy Stefan Gilmore. Mm-mm. Pro Tastes Bowler? Good. Oh, yes. We like him. Mm-hmm. We like oh, him. Yeah. The Patriots never pay people, bro. And to see them pay a corner, oh, I love it. Because we have, yeah. like, a bunch of other guys that can kind of handle the job, you know. And, mm-hmm. and um, you know, the defense is going to be super tight. Everybody's here on the offense. Like, yeah. oh, my God. Gronk's got incentives to play. Championship. Wow. Easily championship. Better be. Oh, Better I, be. I don't want to say easily, but it should be pretty I'm easy. I'm saying it. Undefeated. <laughs> it should, it's, we should be undefeated. Absolutely. We have no reason not to. We'll discuss the rest of the NFL, and people will hate us even more than they already do. Right on, man. All right. You guys ready to segue? You. Yes, sir. All right. Let's get into um, just regular sports news. So we just went over the Patriots and stuff. Um, NBA season just finished up, and uh, the new champions are the Golden State Warriors of Golden State. And, uh, you know, I don't think anybody's really surprised or unexcited about it. You knew it was either going to be Cleveland or Golden State. Sure enough, it came down. It was Cleveland or Golden State, and Golden State won. Uh in bright news, the Celtics got the first pick. Then we consistently traded, <laughs> traded it away for the third pick, which is fine because apparently the kid that they were going to draft at one is still going to be there at three. So you they right? got an extra pick out of it for you next year. Yeah, because the first two guys are guards, and we don't need guards right now. Gotcha. So Josh Jackson, I believe his name is, is the best forward in the draft, and that's who we were going to pick. Mm-hmm. So um, the pick that we traded to the 76ers, they're going to pick a guard. The Lakers pick a guard. And we get Josh Jackson at the, as the forward and get an extra pick out of it for next year. So good deal if that's what we were going to do. Um, I don't have any problem with that. But, you know, congratulations to the Warriors. Yep. You clearly paid a lot of money to have the best team and good for you on that. NHL, yep. uh, the Penguins decided to jump in and light the world on fire. Yeah, dude. Surprise yeah. everybody. You know, I don't yep. think a lot of people had Penguins picked uh, nope. to win it. I'm not a huge, huge hockey guy, but I watch a lot of Bruins. I steer away from the rest of the NHL towards the playoffs. That's when I start getting into it. Mm -hmm. So I really kind of just jump on the bandwagon as far as where everybody else's game is. So I knew I was under the impression that the Penguins had no chance. Well, they were were they down three zero, or was it like two? Not three zero, but they were down several times. I mean, they're they're a good team, but they just weren't picked to win. Uh, so they won. Congratulations to them. The Bruins are going to tear you up next year <laughs> if we can get our front office and our coaching situation under control. All right, guys. Let's uh, transition into our next uh, topic. Huge on pop culture. Uh, E3 was last Ooh. week. Mm-hmm. E3. Christmas for gamers, baby. That Tasty. Is right. What, what's going on in the video game world, Mike? There's a lot going on. Um, there was, you know, E3. A lot, a lot of – all the developers had their um, – Main conferences. They're conferences, as you call it. I call them expos because, you know, 
Um, but you know, so the big three had theirs, but then all the other developers had theirs talking about all the games, all the exclusive. So, you know, the big three, when I say that, obviously PlayStation, Xbox, and Nintendo. Um, and I know we all did our homework. So Ian, what do you got on the PlayStation? Well, I mean, being the guy in the room with the PlayStation, I decided (laughs) to pay a little bit of attention towards what Sony was doing and, I'm a little excited, but honestly, most of the stuff that I'm excited about is available on, uh, you know, the Xbox, which is uh, the main console of this room right now, I believe. Um, But, you know, E3, super cool, PlayStation, big things that they talked about were gameplay, um, pushing the speed of the system, and VR. So, as far as games go, there's a few that look really cool. Uh, Horizon Zero Down, that looked really good. Shadow of Colossus Remastered. Both, you know, breathtaking as far as what they're showing us as far as gameplay. Epic, yeah. Definitely. Um, The one I'm most excited about, and I know you guys have, uh, you know at least want to play this game i'm sure we're all not as excited as we used to be for new call of duties but call of duty world war ii dude i thought it looked good they I'm showed re- multiplayer yeah. did either of you guys yeah. see that i'm ready to go yeah. back dude I'm it sick good. Of <laughs> stupid sticky boots it, mega boots jumping around like a it looked good man. man and it you know yeah i'm ready no to go more jet packs uh world war ii yeah. and just like the crisp like you know yeah. it was call of duty 4 and then world at war world at war was I love that game. Oh, that yeah. was the best. Oh, yeah. I remember playing that for hours with you guys. Absolutely, man. And so I'm super stoked about that. And, you know, I'll play it. And it, I'm definitely stoked that it's going to be boots to the ground, back to normal. You guys agree? Yep. Yep. Definitely. Um, so VR, you know, a lot of their stuff was a little disappointing. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we don't know basically – there's... Any real games that are coming out except for Skyrim. Yeah. Uh, they're going to redo Skyrim 5 with full VR. I don't really see how you could do a game like that in full VR. If they do right. it good, great. Like I would, I don't know if I'd buy the whole system to no. to play that one game. It's not exciting yeah. to play a five-year-old game. But I did do that for game. a Switch. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, you know. And so that was really weird. I was surprised that that was the best thing that they had to offer. But I guess yeah. they really just... They're trying to push it. I remember when the Kinect came out and you thought you were going to yeah. have a Milo in your living room and that never yeah, even came nope. close. So that that was cool. But a couple other games were obviously God of War. Oh, yeah. You guys stoked for God of War? Yeah. If I had a PS4, I'd buy it. That, <laughs> that and Spider-Man are the PlayStation exclusives, obviously, that everybody's stoked about. Spider-Man yeah. with the gameplay. Um, Mike, I know you good. used the example that it was very... The mechanics were really cool and new. Yep. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I did watch um, some of that gameplay footage. And like you said, crisp was the word. And yeah, dude. Everything I couldn't super believe good. it. I, just, I was like, all right, am I watching the new Arkham Spider-Man Asylum, movie like right me, now? Yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, Arkham Asylum. The, yeah. That kind of like That kind of game. Play. That fight mechanic. Yeah. yeah. The yep. fight mechanic. They yeah. definitely look good. Detroit. That looks like a different game. Yeah, that looked pretty cool. So I guess you're you're pretty set on like um, you're an AI. You're an AI, and they're you're being discriminated against in the world. Well, some of them are awoken and they're kind of like rebellious. Yeah. So then you're supposed to be like a slave to human, 
It looks like a movie, like exactly. Beowulf. Uh, what was that movie with Will Smith? Uh, like I Robot. I Robot. Yeah. yeah, it's basically along the lines of that, where you're kind of becoming part of like a rebellion and outrage type thing. And totally. It and you, but the cool thing about it is you can take the story whichever way you want. So it's mm-hmm. like a pick your own story adventure. Like exactly. you can. Be, I, I think that's exactly yeah, what it is. You like, can be as aggressive. You do things, yeah, you can be aggressive and just change. kick the crap out of everything, yeah. or you can be stealthy and just kind of like. I'm a robot. You boop, 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 boop. Yeah, and just yeah, go yeah, along yeah. with it, and then just go do slide around stuff. like BB-8, and then yeah. kick somebody in the nuts when they're not looking. Yeah. <laughs> right on, man. Um, so, I mean, those were kind of the big things. There was a couple other names: uh, Resident Evil Seven, Monster Hunter World, Last Monster Legacy, Hunter. Marvel versus Capcom Infinite. I know we've uh, talked about a few, like you know, playing a fighting game. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that would definitely be on the top of the list. Yep. And of course, uh, just about everybody's. Biggest excitement of the year, Destiny Two, I guess, oh, which is yeah. which is how I'll segue into the Xbox because that's how we'll be playing Destiny Two. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, Destiny Pete, Two. Tell us about Xbox at E Three, man. Yeah, Xbox. So I guess the headliner was Xbox One X. That's the dumbest name I've ever heard. Hater. <laughs> I'm not excited about this. I know Mike has different feelings on it, but basically, if I will wait until my Xbox dies, if it ever does, to buy the Xbox One X. I haven't converted to 4K. I haven't done any of this stuff yet, but faster processor, 4K, um, able to run 4K. It up converts some of the games that are out right now. Yep. Which is cool. That's, it is that's cool. Decent, it's yeah. nice that they did that because they didn't have to do it. So If I didn't already Terraflop. have an Xbox, I would be interested in it. Exactly. Very I think that's who they're headhunting right now because if you have an Xbox, what's there's there's no there is an advantage, I guess, sixty frames per second, maybe. They're still running thirty frames per second. If your TV can handle it, that's exactly. it. I mean, people are jumping into these. How systems many fourteen-year-olds do you know that has a four K eligible TV? Like, yeah, you'll no. be surprised. Yeah, that's, true. that's true. We all we all had flat screens when we were teenagers, so that was a thing at the time too. So, seven twenty p, then ten eighty, then ten eighty i. So it's, I don't know. It's not for me. It's cool, man. It's I'll cool. get it. I'll get it when it's affordable and if something exactly. ever happens. Exactly. When they package Xbox, it with two like, games yeah, and like yeah, that, yeah. then I'll get it. The Christmas um, specials are left make over. Sense, though, like my, I jumped all over the idea of getting one, but then I'm like, wait, you're right. I don't have a 4K TV yet. So it's, it's like, what's, then you got to spend all this extra first. money. Yeah. So you're, if you're, and then they're like, oh well, the other one does 4K too. This mm-hmm. one's faster. Well, if you don't have a 4K TV, your TV's not fast enough in exactly. the first place. So exactly. so all that extra stuff's not really meaning anything. Exactly. And even Still my cool. 4K TV, which I do have. It was only a year and a half old, and it's outdated. Like <laughs> a lot of the stuff's not even gonna be as good. That's why I'll wait for those TVs to dive in price. And they did dive in price. They're cheap yeah. now. Yeah, <laughs> they're cheap now. But you have to be careful on what you get because not true. all 4K TVs true 4K. Right. And it's like really weird. It's now, annoying how totally it says 4K, but it's not actually 4K. Like it, yeah, uh, whatever. So um, some of the exclusive title uh, titles. Uh, let's see, we got Fable Fortune. Uh, it's a card game like Hearthstone. I might be interested in. I know we play Magic sometimes, or we used to. So I'm down for a little card game here. Yeah, I like yeah. me some Magic. Yeah, and so I like that, me some Fable. That so. seems like maybe something Sounds when good. it goes like discounted price again. Maybe yeah. we'll pick it up and play it then. Not when it comes out. Xbox Live Gold. I was Gold. Say that. <laughs> game of the month. <laughs> <laughs> then we got Cuphead, which is like it's kind. Of, it looks kind of neat. Uh, just the animation of the gameplay. Like it reminds me of old Mickey Mouse. 
what'd you say? Steamboat Willie. Thank you very much. Um, Forza 7, I'm not into autos. It looks good, it man. Looks good, I play the it... racing games out of the bunch here, yeah, and man, I don't play Forza, but damn, does it look good. I'm still a Need for Speed guy. Yeah, a lot of like weather elements, I guess, are coming into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it looks super clean, yeah. super good. So we got a platformer, kind of like a Mario-esque type uh, thing here. Super Lucky's Tale. It looks fun. You don't it... use that word when we're talking about <laughs> Xbox. Uh, Ario. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's sacred and then we got uh conan exiles which is just like a looks like an elder scroll clone type of thing it might be all right but not my cup of tea um then we got crackdown three i am so pumped yes. for this game it better not let me down like two but i know you guys were getting tight pants awesome. about crackdown but i still played the shit out of two even though two was not two was not good. i still played a lot of it two was not good i played a ton of one like three different times. it is the game that shall not be named <laughs> I, I just don't it's not good yeah um so that's that's basically the highlights uh for xbox uh, mike why don't you take us to nintendo land i would love to take you to nintendo land dude let's oh, get excited about something yes, yes. This, oh. i really want the nintendo it's not so even e3 news did you guys see that they broke ground in japan at universal studios and there will be a nintendo land i saw a picture of the and first then level they're gonna go into uh orlando and then la it looks <laughs> awesome i saw the blueprints i'll keep it quick but oh my god their their main ride is going to be a mario kart experience and then i also Ooh. heard the roller coaster will be donkey kong country mine kart roller coaster yes so and when you walk into it like when you you're in harry potter world but then you go into a giant mario green tube and you spit out in the mushroom <laughs> kingdom no way <laughs> yes sir that oh that is, is awesome um, so i will love to take you and your family to nintendo <laughs> land when that's open one day i will take definitely you hold you to this this will be held on podcast <laughs> this is on podcast right. yeah the um, first episode so anyway nintendo i was <laughs> super stoked one. about nintendo damn and dude, i'm just gonna awesome. jump into the news and in no particular order, you know, uh, first and foremost, I was excited they announced the release date for the first DLC for Zelda Breath of the Wild, Zelda. which will be June 30th. And that's 10 days from now, if, uh, you know. Nice. I already um, paid for that. I paid for it, too. You know, I found my little Switch shirt in the in the <sighs> universe because that's one of the perks. I haven't gotten Switch yet. But, um. Pretty much, long story short, what this is going to get you, there's some extra uh, hats or masks that you can wear in the game once you find them. One of the masks is a Kurok mask, which when you're near a Kurok, hidden Kurok seed, your mask will shake. So it kind of, it act, uh, not activates them, but you know, it lets you, it's it like activates a radar type it, deal it's a radar them. type thing. Yep. Cool, cool. Then there's a medallion you get where you can put anywhere in the world, one time you can put it. And whenever you're on the map and you transport, it will always transport to that medallion. So if you have a favorite spot you like to go to that maybe there's not a shrine close by, because I use shrines to get by, like to my house and everything, Yeah, you can use this medallion. Nice. There's also links. Um, it's like a, it, it follows your travels, and you go to the map. It records up to 200 hours of your travels, and it shows on the map like where you've been back and forth where you're going oh cool cool then there's a hard mode which pretty much makes all the enemies super badass and yeah, makes, yeah. makes it harder plain and simple Dang. then there's a trials mode which i'm excited about um i don't know how many levels the trials are but it's basically you're in a room with minimal weapons and you got to beat your enemies the more rooms you go into the better your weapons will get as you go along and if you complete the trial your master sword will i don't know what 
HP it's going to get, if that's what you want to call it, or power. Because mm-hmm. uh, right now, I believe it's around a 30 to a 60. It says it unlocks the full potential of the Master Sword. So long story short, you beat it. You get the full power out of your Master Sword, which is awesome. That is pretty sweet. So right that's on, pretty much man. about Zelda. There are Amiibos coming out that will do different things. Um, I honestly pre-ordered an Amiibo with Majora's Mask. Because with that, um, you get a chance to get the Link Deity armor, which makes Link look like Deity Link. If you don't know it, Google it. It looks awesome. Yeah, get your S together if you don't That's know that. That's right. <laughs> so I'm done geeking out about Zelda. <laughs> uh, there's a lot more news. Pretty much everything you wanted to hear, mostly from Nintendo, you got. I, I, so, think, I agree. Long story short, um, Absolutely. coming in 2018. That's right. Yoshi. New Yoshi game. Woo! Um, That's my jam, bro. <laughs> yeah. You remember carrying Game Boy Advance SPs in your pocket with Yoshi's Island? <laughs> you mean when I went on vacation uh, last week and I was playing my Game Boy Advance SP <laughs> on an airplane? Like, with I Yoshi's was Island? Guy. My SP might Yoshi's be a washing Island machine. And, uh, <laughs> Dude, they're Mario cheap at that entertainment, bro. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to that, Z. Um, so, yeah. New Yoshi's game. Uh, the gameplay that I saw kind of looks like Little Big Planet meets Yoshi. Looked real cool. Um, I'm sure we'll find out more, but it's Yoshi. Platformer style. Scroll right. Nice. Another one that's coming out for Switch. Uh, new Kirby game. I'm stoked about that, dude. I was big Kirby stoked. guy. I watched... <laughs> yes, sir. I watched uh, what, what they had good. available. I'm to swallow some fire, guys. <laughs> that's right. It looked cool. Um, right on, man. There's a new Pokemon game coming out for Switch. I mm-hmm. think it's a port of a 3DS game. It's like a tournament edition, tournament fighter type deal. Uh, but you can play online against your friends. That's the biggest thing. And that's the, sweet. And yeah, the differences cool. between the the two is on the Switch version, there'll be a couple of Pokemon that are exclusive to the Switch. Okay. Oh, so they're gonna make new Pokemon just for the Switch. Yep. That's cool. uh, sweet. That's sweet. That's sweet. They I- did announce also, and I'm not 100 percent sure if it's for Switch or not. I gotta do my homework a little better. But they pretty much said Return of Samus. So long story short, Samus will be back. Pants are off. Nice. I want a first person shooter again. Uh, yep. Um, GameCube, baby. And then they released a little bit of other news. You know, um, they have a deal with uh, Rayman, the Raving Rabbit. So it's mm-hmm. going to be Mario versus the Raving Rabbit. So that will be interesting to see if you're into those fun. It's kind of like a Wario? Goofy party games yeah. type deal. Is it gonna, um, yeah, that's what I was thinking, like a Mario Party type jam. Yep. They, and that's what the I Raving want a Mario Rabbits party bad. Were, were all about. Um, you know, just goofy party games you could play, but it looks fun because it got the Mario world in it. Um. But we got the big one. Mm-hmm. I'll just go right there. Yep. Well, there's the big one, but then there's a little one. Little one, real quick, I'll just say the little one. Rocket League is going to be on Switch, which is a very popular game on Steam and on Xbox. And the it cool is. thing is you can cross-platform with Steam and Xbox on the Switch. That seems really cool. That's kind of revolutionary. You but know, not PlayStation, like, right? Not PlayStation. See, they, they they're being snobs that. right now. Yeah, being because the CEO they're of mad Xbox, their virtual reality is working out, man. <laughs> it's gonna go the way of 3D and just. Um, no, but the CEO of Xbox said that he wants to cross-platform a PlayStation, but they're the ones who are just not about yeah. it, and it's preventing a lot of good games from coming out. So they're just gonna do it with other uh, yeah. platforms. They'll do it with everybody else till they don't have a choice. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. They'll be pressured into it. it. But I will say one thing about Nintendo that I was a little upset about before we get into the big one. You know. Mm-hmm. 
I'm all about the new features of the Switch and everything. I wanted to hear more about the online features. They released it a few weeks ago of what potentially it can do, but yeah. it's all rumors right now. I want facts. Yeah, I heard absolutely. about the Netflix for Nintendo. Yeah. I heard it's only 20 bucks for the year for your subscription. Oh, really? And if you have it, you can play like Super Mario Brothers 3 just like you would watch a Netflix show, and you can play online co-op. That's amazing. Against people in other houses. That Maybe leaderboards. Like I said, I don't have 100% facts. Yeah, I do we'll know pass that stuff along when we do because I'm super excited. Well, it's I, about I know time. it's 20 bucks. Yeah. And 20 bucks a year, that's yeah. like, why not? Nintendo's whole thing was hold you and your friends to the same couch. It's That time has passed. You know, People have kids. We all grew up with Nintendo. We love playing together in the same room. Totally. That time has passed. We need to be able to sit at our own house and play right. with their friends online what i do know right now is their headset system is screwed up uh, um you have to plug into an adapter that plugs into your switch that, that yeah. plugs into your head that plugs into your headphones that's what i meant it's just a lot of wires they don't got that together right so hopefully mm-hmm. they'll get some wireless you have to download an app on your phone so you can get into a party chat that's horrendous so hopefully they fix that and yeah. i was honestly hoping to get some quick news about the virtual console i'm a collector i love collecting my games but i also like, I have Super Mario World in almost every single platform that I can possibly get it on, and I love to just play the crap out of that game, and I want to know more. I've been hearing that GameCube is going to be on the Switch. I would love that, because I have some, some GameCube games. I have a GameCube, but some of them don't work. I don't know mm-hmm. why. It's strange, but I just like instant, and on the Switch, I can bring it on the go. Yep. But that, That's so good th- stuff. Those man. were kind yeah, of the shortcomings, stuff. but... The big one. Release date. The big one. Yep. Big one. This is what we're all excited about, man. Right. Anybody who's over the age of 27 <laughs> years old is jacked about this game. And sure. it is... My body is ready. It is Ooh. Super Mario Odyssey. Yeah. Release New day. Mario, baby. New Marios are always welcome. Oh, my God. Yeah. And it's been needed for such mm-hmm. some time now. Yep. 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 So it's going back to the... Um, Sandbox style, just like Super Mario Sunshine or Super mm-hmm. Mario 64 mm-hmm. Open World. Again, it releases on October 27th of this year. I'm so excited. It's not of Christmas. It's not of next year. Nice. It's of this year. And what I saw from the videos I watched, a little bit more gameplay. Looks pretty crazy. They're kind of introducing a new character, which is actually Mario's hat. Hmm. I think his name is Cappy. Cappy. When you throw Cappy at an object... You become that object. If a bullet oh, bill cool. is coming at you, a giant bullet bill is coming at you, you throw the hat, all of a sudden, the bullet bill is wearing a hat with a mustache, and you're controlling him through the level. Oh, you, can you oh. even imagine the puzzles that are going to have to be solved with that? Know. That's awesome. When you're in New Donk City, which looks like New York City, you can yeah. throw your cap at a taxi. Now, all of a sudden, Mario is a car, and you're driving through <laughs> New York City. Um, just cool stuff looks great i can't wait to get into i'm sure i'll spend a lot of time you know Mm -hmm. it's mario it's cool it looks like the basis of it is um bowser's trying to marry peach they got their tuxes on and they're actually releasing exclusive amiibos bowser's forcing himself on (laughs) (laughs) that's called rape (laughs) (laughs) so yeah uh, and then those amiibos are going to come out Um, I'm, i'm a big amiibo guy i like to not necessarily collect them i just like to use the amiibos there's Mario in a tux, Peach in a tux, no, not in a tux, in her dress. And, um, That's interesting. This is gonna, this is gonna be really weird. <laughs> but then there's also gonna be released later with those in October. There's gonna be more Zelda amiibos. I know I already talked about the initial ones, yep. but um, it's gonna be of the four champions from Breath of the Wild. 
So I hope they um, in- integrate into the game. I love that, that you can use the Amiibos to help you in your game. Cool. Uh, but that was Nintendo. I loved it. I thought Nintendo took it away at E3 this year. I, I think I we're thought the most Nintendo, excited about them, yeah. I thought Nintendo blew away everything else. Everything else you kind of knew about. Yep. You know, you knew that you were going to get a new God of War. Right. You knew we were going to get a new Call of Duty. been waiting so long for Nintendo to finally be that one to just go, say, boom. It's about yeah, time. Here's everything yeah. that you've been yeah, wanting. Exactly. No offense, Nintendo. I remember one E3... The Wii was already out, and they released that they had a heart monitor for your finger. Yeah. That was their biggest Such thing, and it was just a letdown, you know? Awful, Americans awful. don't want to be fit. Get over it. Not at Give all. Give me the games. That's right. <laughs> all right, guys. It was really fun doing this first podcast with you. Hopefully, it's the first of many. I hope you guys enjoyed it as well. Uh, you can find us at WPC Smash. And again, my name is Ian. This is Mike Moran. What's up? And we also got Pipster. All right, man. Let's close it out and leave these people with some of our personal tunes. Peace.